Good morning. Um, good chodesh. We're at the two dots at the top of Sadi Chesamadala, but uh, there's quite a bit to discuss here still. Uh, we saw last week in this little little chunk of Gemara about a person who threw something from Roshus Harabim to Roshus Harabim with a Roshus Hayochid in between. Right? From Roshus Harabim to Roshus Harabim with a Roshus Hayochid in between. And um, we talked about e- either side, and Roshus Harabim, two Amas on this side, two Amas on this side, being with Tarif. So um, we said that a person's Chayav. And one of the things we learned out from that was that we don't say Klot Kamash And we saw that, just cutting straight to the point, I just want to just uh, go over the last point we said on, on, uh, on Erev Shabbos, is that according to Rashi, it's mashma the Chiddush, that we don't see Kamashim is in which case, it's, it's in the case where it goes Daladamas, right? Oh, sorry, where it goes less than Daladamas, between the two Rashiyas. We don't say Kamashim to make you Chayav because of Hitzah. Right? On which the question is, the Rashba asks, why should you be Chayav? You didn't want it to land there. Correct? You didn't want it to land there. And more to the point, even if you did want it to land there, right? Even if you did, remember Rashi Shetta is, Niskabin Nizrak Shmona, Vazala Karba, he's Potter. So we said at the end, besides saying that, it could be the Rashi just, the Rashi holds that he said, Komakim Shiet Seyanuach. Even though the Rashi don't like that, but we said, okay, it's no worse than the previous Bryce where didn't say that. But we also just suggested, perhaps, I don't know if it's Derek Pilpul, but uh, a slight, a slight, uh, uh, that you could say, that when do we say, when do we say that we go after your Kabbalah, whether you wanted it to land, you didn't want it to land, so then we, that's in the case where, for example, a person threw from Rosh Hashayachit to Rosh Hashayachit, and he wanted it to go Daladamus, so we don't say Kurot Kamashim Chadamia outside the door. Why? Because my Kabbalah is to do a Haitzah. Correct? My Kabbalah was never to do Ha'avara. Right? I wanted to do a Hoytzah, effectively. To take it from Roshul Sayochid to Roshul Sarabim. And without Kulut Kamashul Chodomia, there's not going to be a Ha'avara. Correct? If you say Kulut Kamashul Chodomia, the Hoytzah will be here. If you don't say Kulut Kamashul Chodomia, the Hoytzah will be here. The only reason, the only thing you'd be sort of gaining, you'd be adding by saying Kulut Kamashul Chodomia, is you'd be adding an extra Malacha, which I wasn't much having for. Yeah? Correct? Um, yeah. So too, the then we don't say it. So too, if a person, se- a person wants to throw it eight. Sorry, other way around. Uh, he wanted to throw it, okay, it would be a theoretical thing. If a person wanted to throw it a certain distance in the Rosh Hashanah. So we wouldn't say Kulotika Mashim Chodomia after a certain amount, say Yechai twice or something like that. Why? Because I wanted to do a Hotzah, you want to shorten the Hotzah, and then add another, uh, sorry, Ha'avorah, right? I wanted to do a Ha'avorah, correct? So I wanted my Ha'avorah to be eight Amas. You want to shorten it, making it four Amas, but using Kulotika Mashim Chodomia, you don't say that. Right? Mashenkin in this case, where he took it from Rosh Hashanah, and he threw it across into another Rosh Hashanah. So his kavono, what he was involved in, is a ha'avara, not a hitzah. Yeah? But inevitably, to get that ha'avara, it's going to have to go over the airspace of a rishosayoch which already encroaches on a different malacha. What malacha? Hitzah ha'achnos, right? Call it hitzah. 
Then maybe we don't go after his kavana. Because in order to get the ha'avara, it's got to go through a ha'itzah. Do you see the difference? Well, both other cases, the second one is very clear. He wanted a ha'avara, he wanted eight amas, and you, you want to say, after four amas, mechatesi. He said, I want my ha'avara to be eight amas. You want to shorten it, why? It's going to be ha'avara either way. But even in the first case, where we could gain, we could have hoitzah and ha'avara, but since my kavana to start with was a hoitzah, and my hoitzah, when I say, but it's subconsciously, but that's what I'm looking at, I wanted the hoitzah to be after daladamas, we're not going to say, oh, let's shorten it and make the hoitzah after dalad, uh, after straight outside the door to create a ha'avara as well. Because I wanted a hoitzah, and by you saying, you're also going to create a hoitzah, but in a different place, so we don't say that. Yeah? In this case, where I wanted a ha'avara, but to get the ha'avara, it has to go over the Rosh Hashayachid, and the will not be creating a ha'avara at an earlier stage. What would it be creating? A ha'itzah. Then that's different. Because, and since it's inevitable, that's nichlan and my kavona. Therefore, there we may say, if you hold the Kulotka we may well say that that's included in your, in your machshav. In other words, we'd be limiting this yesayid, that Kulotka is only said when you want it, which, you know, subject to Machalek, as we've shown, would be saying that in Rashi, even Rashi would be limiting it. Only to a case where by saying you're just achieving the same as my Kavana, but in a different position. I wanted the Avara to be Eitamis, you're going to make it Daladamis. We don't say that. I wanted the Hutzar to be after Daladamis, you want to make it outside the door with We don't say that. But if by saying it's going to be creating something else, Something which is inevitable in order to get to the other side. That's Nechlan and Maikavano. It could be that's Nechlan and Maikavano and therefore we take Kulot Kamash and Chodomia. It's a Chiluk. It's an, when I say an obvious Chiluk, you can see there's a Chiluk there. Is it correct? I don't know. The simplest answer is like we said. That's just a, a thought. Is that clear? What we really want to discuss today is actually this area I've kept mentioning time and time again. Um, and it's, it's a big, big Nafkimin Lahalocha. And that is what happens if a person walks out of his house and he realizes he's got a tissue in his pocket. What should he do? So we all know what, what dates are given is. That's right. Keep walking. When you get to the next Rishasai Yochai, then you can put it down there. Right? Abadi, it's awesome and Rabbanon to do that, to start with, right? You don't do that in the first instance. But... If a person's already in the situation, don't stop, because that will then be a Malacha Deiraisa, or Pitzah. Correct? That's what we were told to do, right? Well, there's other answers to go back to the original Rosh Yeah, it could be an answer as well. So you haven't got any, you haven't achieved the Torah, sort of, uh, because your way, if you, if you do take it, then you, you've achieved something, which perhaps isn't a good idea. Based on what we're going to say today, I don't know if it will really necessarily make a difference. I'm not sure. We'll see. We'll see. Be an interesting question after that. But um, yeah, that, that's that, that's an eight or we're, we're often given, right? Just keep going. Don't stop. But, that's but, but 
You could yeah. actually also drop it in the in the Shusarabim. No, you can't. Because you haven't done it with a. Um, you've only done half a malacha. Because the uh, initial taking out that the akira, you, you had no knowledge of it at the akira. You only had knowledge at the hanacha. And therefore, it'll be a shogeg. We always say it's no, fantastic. You haven't done half a malacha. You haven't done an akira. Um, yeah, you haven't done that. Well, you haven't. You haven't done an akira knowingly. You're just doing the hanacha knowingly. You've just done a hanacha knowingly. Okay, it's still the nesa derabam. Maybe it's better because it's a double derabam. You didn't know about the akira, and even the hanacha is not in the rishos Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll give you I'll give you other napkin minutes. Give me another napkin minutes. If you've got one second, let me just think a second. Potentially, potentially to to carry a child for a bris from the house to the shul through the shul No, we're not talking about a baby with Chagosis Atma, necessarily. You get a goy to do it. You get a goy to bring the child to Shul. So it's a Shus to Shus. Right? Shusayach to Shusayach through Shusayach is a, a Drabonon. Pashtus. Right? That's what we've always taken on. We're going to see today, not necessarily so, but, right? You get a goy to do it. That's a Shus to Shus. But what can Mitzvah? For whatever you can debate whether it's necessary to do it in shul as opposed to house, whether that's considered more commitment. But let's say you can't do it in house for whatever reason. So then it's the chayyim. That that would that would be an, another application. Yeah, if you look at Shmuel Shalitzkilchos, he mentions this idea of getting a goy. It's kind of what he was talking about there. But getting a goy to bring something, getting a goy to bring. Sorry. To carry the knife. To carry the knife, yeah. Because what he says there is, and then if the goy stops, he's doing our data and I'm that's not your problem. You didn't ask him to stop in the Rosh Hashanah. Yeah? Again, a nafkamina would be asking a goy to, to bring somebody in a wheelchair. Even if you don't say, everything we talked about, Zayachov, Zayachov, and all these sort of things, right? And you don't say, Chane Seyasatzma there, because he's, let's say if he's, person paralyzed, whatever it is. But again, you didn't ask the goy to stop. As long as it's, it's not impossible to do without him stopping, theoretically he could just keep moving, even at the lights, just move back and forth a bit, like, you know, the jockers sort of thing. So that's an Shay, he's decided to stop. In a note there, he pretty mentions this, I can't remember what he was talking about there, but this, this point, so that's an Shay, that's his own decision to stop. So it would be Shavuz to Shavuz from Mitzvah. Yeah? You wouldn't need to come on to an interesting point. You wouldn't need to come on to all the things we discussed at the time about, uh, you know, it's, that Zeyochel, the Zeyochel, because right? the person does it as well, you know, turning the wheels, and you wouldn't need that. You'd be, be perfectly muttered to ask a goy to push somebody in a wheelchair, according to this. No? I can't see why not, right? through Rosh the goy doesn't have to stop, no one told him to stop. So in which case it would be Shustash Yeah? What we have to see is, is it so poshut? That it's a shwas. Right? Is it so poshut? If you take a look at the Meiri, the Meiri is in a couple of places. First the Meiri here, then there's the Meiri in Sukkot. 
Well, I'll, I'll read through the Meiri in, in, uh, in Shabbos, although it's really just the last point we want, but it, the, first part, the first part of it basically sums up what we've learned. Zeshech HaSavna, that which we've written. Bezerik Mereshus Rav, Mereshus Rav, Mereshus Hayofed Amsa, where the guy throws, a, takes a tennis ball, throws it from one Rishus Rav to another Rishus Rav, with the Rishus Hayofed in between. Shu Potter, that he's Potter, is Dafka Vashin Shir Arba Amis, this recourse to Shal Rishus Rav. That's Dafka when he hasn't chucked it for Amis in the Rishus Rav, between the two sides. Keep going for example, Shal Yakarib Amo Mechsal Rishus Hayofed Zeh. He was one and a half Amis away from the Rishus Hayofed on this side. Vizorak the Rishus Rav, Shal Connect the Amo Mechsal, and he throws it into the other Rishus Rav, one and a half Amis. Derek Rishus Hayofed Zeh. So in other words, between the two Rashiya Sarabim, he's throwing it how many Amas? Three. That's not Dalad Amas. Avadim Zorak Arba Amas Bein Beis HaRashiyas. But if he throws it four Amas between the two Rashiya Sarabim, Chayef, then he's Chayef Mishum Zorak Arba Amas Rashiya Sarabim. Even though there's two Amas on this side and two Amas on the other side, it doesn't matter. Shal Rashiyas Mitzhafis, because the two Rashiyas combine. Hol Velo Nocha Chayef at times, since the, the object didn't come to rest in between. The Chol Shekem B'Mavish De Amas Mir Rashiya Sarabim Zev, and Nechnas Velo Rashiya Yochid, if a person picked something up and walked with it to Amis in this Rosh Hashanah, then walked through the house and then walked out the back door without stopping in between into the Rosh Hashanah on the other side of his house and walked another two Amis there, of course that's Mitzvah, it's definitely Chayev. Yeah, is that clear? He's standing here in the Rosh Hashanah and picks it up, walks two Amis into his house, doesn't stop, just walks straight through out the back door and walks another two Amis in the other Rosh Hashanah. Of course he's Chayev. So far, so good. And now we come to the, to the, uh, to the bombshell. Umeyato, says the Meiri, well, if that's the case, I most definitely do not need to tell you. Hold on. He's actually talking about Zoe. But okay, if a person throws something from one Roshus Hayochit to another Roshus Hayochit, and there is a Roshus Harabim in between, that if in the Rishos Harabim in between there's Daladamas, which normally there will be, unless you're going in, you're going along the width, uh, along the length, yeah, down the length, yeah. But normally, if you're throwing it across it, it's going to be Daladamas. You're going to be higher for that. Not a bombshell? Why are you chayim? For what? Tell me what for. We don't hold the Klotz Kamash and Chodonya. Why am I chayim? Ma'avid Aladamas. Where was that Kira? Where was that Anacha? Not in Rosh Hashanah. Leaving out Klotz Kamash and Chodonya. Which we don't add anything we pass it. Not a bombshell? And if that's not enough, look at the next Meiri. This is in the Sugi and Sukkah, which I'm sure you, you will know about the, why on Shabbos we don't take Lulav. Right? And the reason why on Purim we don't lay Megillah if it's on Shabbos. And the reason why we don't play Shepha if it's on Shabbos. Why? Because we're worried the person's going to take it to the Chacham. You won't need that today. But, uh, you need this. Um, so, so, why, why, why doesn't, why does a person not, why does a person, um, not do that? Because we're worried, not everyone knows how to do it, and they'll take it to a chacham, Shema Yavriyan, or Abba Amis Perishasarabim. 
Yeah, so because that we say no Megid on Shabbos, no Shafer uh, on Shabbos, no Lulav on Shabbos. Says in the area of the Fodic. Sha'alu B'Sugyozu, it's the second area down, second one. Sha'alu B'Sugyozu. They ask on this Sugya, Achash Mitzvah Salulu B'Mikdash Shiva. No, skip that part, in fact. No, you know what? Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll read it. Let's just read it. Shemitzvah, since the... Uh, run through this part, because it's not the... This is not the this part, but... Since the mitzvah of Luluk in the base Hamikdash is Shiva is all seven days, Why is it not Deich HaShabbos? After Shechol B'Sha'a Yomim, even when Shabbos is Chal on day two, three, four, five, whatever it is, Shari Inkan Ela Tiltu Ba'amu, the only thing you're doing is moving something. The Afal Bishiva Shefa, even though when it comes to Shefa Omri, they said, even Pachin Olovis Hagal, you can't, even if the Shefa is under a pile of rubble, you can't move it, even if, even though it could well be that same age or Abonon. The Zuir Amitzvah, the Koach Hagal, we're not even talking about that. Abul Zu Ikar Amitzvah, he betiltu, all you have to do is move it. That's the Ikar Mitzvah of the Lord, just move it. So the, the, the mitzvah of Lulu, which is a doraisa, should be doicha the isa tilt, which is normally we talk about, you know, muks or anything like that. Achash ikha mitzvah, but isa tiltalu. Okay, so he's actually asking a different question as happens, right? He's saying, even if it is under a part of rubble, the mitzvah of moving it all, which is moving the Lulu, that is part of the mitzvah. I think that's effectively what he's saying. When it comes to shofar, the mitzvah is not the tiltal. You have to move the rubble, which is muksa, in order to get your shofar to blow it. We don't necessarily say that. That the Dorais is Dochah the Dorabon, because it's not at one, one time. Yeah? Which, as it happens, answers that question which everyone asks. If I can love a Sagal, it's an Issa Dorabon. And why is, it, why is that Dochah the Dorais? The answer would be, you can see from the Meiri, just Agal, is because you're not being the kind of Dorais when you get, it's only a Hefshemist to get the Shofar. Fine. But here, the movement, as you're moving the Rabbi, you're moving the Lord, that is the Ikamitzah, bit of a Chiddush that. Okay? So it's a Dorais. By moving the Rabbi, I'm doing a Dorabon, but I'm doing a Dorais at the same time. The writer should be deicha. Right? Interesting, interesting. You say that it is well, well worth remembering for sukkah, right? because What's that? because we're worried maybe a person will take in his hand. You don't have to take it to you know how to how to, how exactly you're supposed to take it to do the nanuim. The guy's a bit confused. He's been to Sfarad and they do it in one direction. Like Arizal comes to an Ashkenaz place, they do it in a different order. He's confused. So he's going to go to the Rav to ask him how to do it. Right? And on the order, also the order of the Rav. I don't know, the guy's not quite sure. Do you have the Esrug this way around when you do it? That way around, when do you turn it? And with with Sheikh uh, with, with, uh, Yonah, right? Well, I could have actually said as well, and this is the point we want. In all likelihood, where's your Luluf going to be? Most people, at least, keep their Luluf in a house. They don't leave it lying in the middle of the Great North Way. Or the North Circular, whatever it is, right? Or even in uh, a shul. Well, it, some believe in a shul as it happens. That's for a different reason. But in the main point, it'll be in a Rosh Hashayofen. You don't leave it in a Rosh Hashayofen. So why are we talking about Havoras Davidans? We should be talking about Hitzah. Yeah? It's true that you're going to take it from your house to Rosh Hashayofen and then to, to the, to the Chochem's house. But in that, you're going to have, first have a Hitzah. Why are you talking about Davidans? He says we could have said that. It's just Makatsa with its loss. And Lomatsu say, she is the enemy of the that he'll take it out and he'll be Marbit. In other words, Meiri is already dropping the bombshell now. The Chiyah is not the Hitzah, it's the Avaras Daladamus. Why? Why is that? Since 
Sof Kosov, his Kavana is the, to take it all the way. Mm-hmm. To go to the Chacham. That's why he uses Loshan of Ha'abora. Actually, sorry, the first Pshat is not in, he hasn't dropped the bombshell yet. No, fine. You're right, it's really a Tzai. So it's just using a, the Maisis Kavana to take it all the way there. So we talk about Ha'abora. But even then, the Malachal will be the Hitzah. Then he goes. But the G'dayli Amaforoshim explains with this. Right? Could well be he means Rashi with this. Normally I think the Dalai is, I think it's Rashi. Right? Well, the Prophet is that right? I think so. He's got, he's got G'dayli Amachabrim, he's got G'dayli Amaforoshim, he's got G'dayli Amaposkim. Each one refers to something. The Maise Rashi does give this answer, not quite as Amiri puts it, but very, very similar. He doesn't, it's not as clear in Rashi. That's why I haven't put it on the sheet yet, I may add it, but. He says, the Ike Gezeira is the taking out from the Rosh Hashayachid, the Rosh Hashayachid Think about what you're going to do. You're going to take it from your house and take it to where? Where's the Chochov going to be sitting? In his house, or in the shul. Hmm, exactly. So you're going to take it from your house to the shul, by way of the Rosh Hashayachid. You can do that anywhere. Now, what malacha is that? No, because otherwise I'd do it at home. I didn't, if you didn't, know how to do it, no, I'd do it at home. No, you don't take it to shul anyway. No, you don't. Sure. No, you can do it at home. A lot of people do it at home no, before they come to shul. No, but halal is, uh, you can do it with halal. Nishka Most people didn't do it with halal. In those days, they didn't, they didn't do it with halal. They used to share one little between, uh, between everyone. Sure. You remember such stuff? Sure. People didn't do it with halal. It was only the Rav. The Rav had it. Uh, if you had squeezes on in the whole shul. Now, now that we're spoiled, we all get to the Tadra. So I've added, so that, that's not the Ikamitsa. The Ikamitsa is to take it, literally, the Ikamitsa actually is just to pick it up. Pick it up, or move it, as we've said, even the Meiria says. Pick it up, you've been yet to the Mitzvah. No, we do Nanuim, you're supposed to do Nanuim. But that, with that, you've been yet to the Mitzvah. The thing of Hadel is, uh, it used to be literally, pick it up, and, uh, and then possibly even in the camps, because they, they managed this, the story they tell about how they, they managed to sneak a lot of an esrog in there. So they had everyone coming. It was no time for everyone to start doing an anun for hadar or anything well, like that. A, I realize, really, but, no, but again, to do the ikamitzah, I'm not even sure they had time to do anun at all. Literally, it could be they made the brothel, pick it up, and that's it. You put it down. Yeah. It was, uh, that's the ikamitzah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they're not going to have time to do all this uh, three minutes. That's right. Today. That's right. Right? So, um, yeah. So, I mean, can you imagine if uh, you know if everyone wants to do it with with the with the as well? I mean, with the speed that goes that goes here as well. You know? I mean, to be honest, in any shul uh, on Yom Tov, you'd be there all day, right? That's where they'd be one person today at a time. You know, you get there. But uh, Al him, so he's going to take it to the shul to ask the Rav to do it. Now, which Malach has he done with that? Hitzah or Ha'abara? So this is the bombshell. Look at this. He says, so he takes it there for Shusharavim. Since he didn't put it down in the Shasarab, he didn't even stop in the Shasarab, there's no Hitzal Hachnosa here. And the Chi of Ha'avara, the Chi of is, the Ha'avara Stavadamus. The Ha'avara be Shechi of Ha'avara, sorry, Hanoch of Akira. I be unit Akira and Hanoch, no problem. Miyaka Shaoka Mirishasayochidzu, he did an Akira in this Rishasayochid, the Niakur Rishasayochid, and he did the Hanoch and the other Rishasayochid, the heavier Abba Amis being Zirazu. And he took it out of between one and the other. He's chayav. Even though there's no Durabonans in the base Hamikdash. Now he's going back to his original question. That's tafka with things which have to do with the base Hamikdash. This is, everyone does, it's not just the Kernim. Although we can't rely on that. Because only the Ancient Shabbos Hamikdash is because the Kernim's reasoning. They were 
Al Kalponim, what is the Rebbe just told us? That means, if you're walking in the Rosh Hashanah, and you suddenly realize you've got a, you've got a what do you call it, a, 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 a tissue in your pocket, do not walk on to the next Rosh Hashanah. That's not going to help you at all. You're in trouble now. Maybe, I'm not sure, it's a good, good, good thing to think about whether it will help to walk back to the original Shasayochi because you've done your Daladamas. That's the only thing. You've done Akira and Shasayochi, you've done Daladamas, then you're doing Anoch and I don't know if you... We, we will have as similar sorts of cases where you throw something, it goes Daladamas and Shasayochi and then the wind blows it back. The Maisa, the only reason we say Yochai there is because it comes to momentary rest there as the wind is trying to blow. It's sort of two forces. Master, if it didn't come to any momentary rest, you wouldn't be chayav because it hasn't actually gone outside of Daladam. It could well be that would be later. That would be later because we've had we have had such a thing in the, you know, in the first paragraph about bringing it back to the original chotzer, right? Loisa chotzer. But there it may have not come Daladam. It's not. It's not a riot. It's not like he's put something else and then he's just sticking his hand out. It's all drabbing there. Yeah, but it could well be even according to Miri that would be perfectly fine. Could well be. There's another base, and now let's put it down on the Makom Yeah? Is that good or not good? Let's put it down in my computer. We'll come to this, Bezos Hashem. Would it help putting it down in my computer? Or do you say, soft or soft? The, the Malacha is the Arba Amis. What I need is an Akira and a Hanacha. I've had the Akira, I've got the Hanacha, now you're Chaya. Or do we say not so? Let us Hashem will come back to this. It's a point he doesn't do out in McCombe too. He talks about a Kamalist, Tetzis Chaim, which is what I want to speak about. Let us Hashem today, or part of it today at least. Uh, what Rabbi Nachman's done, he's got beautiful thoughts here. But before we get to that, unbelievable Chiddush this. I said it's earth shattering, because we, I mean, we don't pass it. We don't pass it this in as much as when Dr. Freyach looks in the Shemir Shabbos Kilchos, you'll find there that he says it's a Machalikis Roshain. Right? How do we pass him? He says, all we, all we know is, if you look in Shulchan Aruch Harad, and similar, I think it's Shem Mem Zayin Seif Tes, I think it is. He says there that, I mean, I looked it up, but you, you can see there that he passes, it's, an, it's a Durabon. So therefore, this Eitzah is fine. You should know it's a big Machalik Shoshanim that comes out. Because we're going to see that Shem, not, Meiri is not necessarily alone on this. Right? But the Meiri is the one who everyone attributes this to, is this Meiri. Now, before we start talking about what Ramanacham Zam has got to say on this, yeah? There's a big, big kasha here. You see, Rav Shach, and that's the one who's known to be, anyone who knows about this Mary knows that there's an Avi Ezri as well. In Avi Ezri, Rav Shach, he says he does not understand the Meiri at all. Tzorich Ion Godel. Tzorich Ion Godel. Why? Because. What have you essentially said? What is the Meiri essentially saying? Let, let's be a bit longer here for a second. Right? What have we just said? Define for me the Malach of Havara now. What is Havara? What is the Malach of Havara? What is the actual Malach? And what is just needed in order for the sort of the peripherals? Transferring something Dalit Amis and Rishisarabim. That is the Malach, correct? But the Akira and the Hanokha, they're just peripherals. They're, without a, an, an Akira and Hanokha, there's no start and there's no finish. That's essentially what we're saying. Correct? 
Rabbi, I couldn't care less that you do it in the Rosh Hashanah. I often didn't. I didn't need it to be in the Rosh Hashanah. Correct? Yeah? The Akira and Anoch are not essential parts of the Malachal. Now, problem number one with that is that we know, we've seen it in so many Roshonim, that Habora, Stalat Amos, is, called it a tolder, it's very much connected to the Malachal of Hetzal. Because what's the Malachal of Hetzal? You pick it up, you take it into a different Roshos and put it down. And we said, Habora, Stalat Amos is the same thing, because the mocking of an article is, in that Dalit Amos. Sometimes we find Dalit's fault, but Dalit Amos, right? It's because of the Kemeshil so if you pick something up and put it up, down after two hours, you've done nothing. Because it's still in this, it's still in its mocker. Correct? So therefore when I pick it up, put it down after two hours, I've changed its location. Well then in which case it makes, make, it makes sense. So you've got to pick it up in the Rosh and put it down in the Rosh No? Because there's no it's to carry something in a Rosh There's no change in location in Rosh That's point number one. But point number two is he says, I'll prove it to you. He's got other rides as well, I think, but... The only one which is really a Gemara Mufureshes, that's why I just want to deal with this one, is I've got a Gemara, Lechera, a Gemara Mufureshes, which goes connected this. What's that? And if you remember, we had a case. A person picks something up in the Rosh Hashanah, picks it up, puts it above his head, walks along, and puts it down. So what's happened? He's taken it, Daladam is in a... Mekayim Petur. And there's other men that have to say he's potter. We say he's chayr. Yeah? We say he's chayr. We say he's chayr, yes. So what do you see from that? If the Meloch is the Havara, well that's gone through a Mekayim Petur. Elamah, you see the Ika is the Akira and the Hanukha. And the transfer is just, that's what he wants in it. You could possibly debate that because when I see the guy, the person himself is walking through the Rishas Rabbim, his hand is above. No. Is there any other way we could, we could explain this? I'm just going to throw out an idea. I put forward an idea which I don't think anyone takes on this is the way to learn the Me'iri. But I'm not sure you've got any right connected sort of thing. It's a slightly novel way of learning the Me'iri. I mean, this will answer that kasha as well. Remember, we've said the Yisoyed of Hitzah is changing its location. And Havara is the same. Correct? Now, if you've got something in a Rosh Hashayachit and you carry it within the Rosh Hashayachit, the whole Rosh Hashayachit is one big mokon, you're not chayot, you haven't changed its location. Midah iraisa, if you take from one Rosh Hashayach to another Rosh Hashayachit, it's also, we view a whole, all the Rosh Hashayachit are just one big location, that's, the is the way we learn it. 
If you take it from this room to that room, there's nothing. If it belongs to two people, it's a gezeiro otu. If it belongs to two people, we're worried that if you allow it to go from one house to another, one garden to another, we're worried you may take from garden to Rosh Hashanah. So because of that, they instituted the idea of Eruvin, right, of having to have an Eruv, yeah? Midaraisa, all the Rosh are just one big Rosh Right? But think about it then. If I pick an article up, this Rosh Hashayofit, and it goes through Daladamis of Rosh Hashayofit, and then I put it down in the other Rosh Hashayofit, that's a different location now. No longer can we say the two Rashi Sayyid are the same location. It's Daladamis apart. Where the Khaifetz was, Daladamis from it's a bit like Tukhum. It's a bit you know, I'll give you a mosh, it's like Tukhum Shabbos. Tukhum Shabbos we measure two thousand Amas. Where do we measure it from? Not from where you are. Now when you've got Daladamas, right? That's your mockum, so we mentioned. But then we say the whole city is like Daladamas. You have to go to the end of the city. They can leave out the Bogan and things like that, right? Then you've got the extra little bit there, the buffer. Right? But basically when you come to the end of the city, that's, all of that's like your mockum. Then we measure your 2,000 dollars. And then already, oh, that's it. You're finished after that. Yeah, correct? Same thing here as well. Within a Rosh Hashayachid, that's one mockum. When you get to the edge of it, then we start the measurements. Right? You've got Daladamas from there. Yeah? If the next Rosh Hashayachid is within Daladamas, oh, then the next Rosh Hashayachid is not going to be a change of mockum. Because the Khaifetz, when it gets to the end of the, to the border, to the th- threshold, now you're going to go to the Daladamas, it hasn't done Daladamas. So it's never left its mocker. And it's coming to the next Rishayochit, you're back to square one, it's all one mocker. Correct? But if there's Daladamas in between, I've transferred it Daladamas, then already when I put it down in the next Rishayochit, that already is a change in mocker. So it's one Yusuf, I'm chayyid. It doesn't bother me whether you go through on the Kaimpatur, because you hold it up above your head. Yeah? The main point is, I've gone from Rishus Hayochid to Rishus Hayochid. There was Daladamis in between. You're going to be Chayev. That's the Yisod of Havora. Havora is changing its Mokim. Normally, we only find this sort of thing in a Rishus Harabim. One to another place, Daladamis away. But in the Meiri, maybe, maybe it's being Mechadish. No, you can. You can. It's, it's not, a, not a particularly common sort of situation necessarily. But you could theoretically get it from one Rosh to another Rosh in the same fashion. It's also a change in Mokim. And what's the Chiyav? It's Taka Havorah. It's the transfer of Daladamis. It's the Havorah. It's not in the normal case of Hitzor. Right? Because Rosh Hashayach to Rosh Hashayach is not Hitzor. But the Yisoyed of Havorah is from one Mokim to another Mokim. Again, within a Rosh Hashayach you can't because the whole Rosh Hashayach is one big Mokim. It's all like Daladamis. So it's not Shayach. Correct? But if I pick it up from this Rosh Hashayachit and I transfer it to Daladamas, that's like, now I've changed its mockum. What difference if it's sitting in the Rosh Hashayachit or it's sitting in the Rosh Hashayachit from where I pick it up? Somebody out there, maybe Howard was asking about this the other day, you know, Rosh Hashayachit measuring the Daladamas. We just said you don't measure Daladamas in Rosh Hashayachit. But if it's on the edge of the Rosh Hashayachit, of course I can measure Daladamas from there outwards. Right? From there into the Rosh Hashayachit, it's Daladamas, why not? So I've transferred it to Daladamas, I put it down, who cares where you put it down now? It's now in a different mocker. Yeah? And therefore, it doesn't matter whether you held it above your head, what difference? It's gone, it's transferred, you can call it Akir and and therefore, that's, that I think would answer of Shach's question, if you learn it like that. But the common understanding of the Meiri is that no, the Akira and the Hanukha, when it comes to Abora, is a different gadget, that's not part of the Ikamadokha.
It's the Havon. That's the common understanding of the Miri. Which, as I said to you, whichever way you learn it, it's a big, you know, it's, it's, it's quite an eye-opener. Yeah? Now, the MS is that, um, I'm just debating which, which way to go here. No, let's, let, let's not introduce Tosus at this point. There's another Kasha. This is from Menachem Zamba asks, or maybe, maybe brings it from others. And again, it's Kadai to mention it, because you get, you get another Gavaldiga Yisoyed from this. But it's also, also because it's Gemara we've learned. Gemara we had in Shabbos. Do you remember there was a case, well, the main Tzuki is reading Ksuvahs, but it's, do you remember we had a case of a guy who was, who was stealing, he was stealing a, a, a kiss, a wallet. You remember that? The guy who was stealing the wallet? So he was dragging it out of the Rosh Hashayot. Right? So I come into your garden, I see your wallet there, so I decide to steal it. So I take it out. And the question is, am I chayv to pay? Or do you say no? Because uh, it's Shabbos at the same time. So we say, it depends on whether he lifts it up. If he's it by lifting it up, then he's not chayv Shabbos at that point. So he's chayv to pay. Because they don't come simultaneously. The rule is, we say, and you're not chayv to pay if you're going to be chayv skid of what you did as well. Or it's something which could potentially be chayv skid of if they come simultaneously. So if you pick it up, with us to, you know, to be going, going a bit with that, well then you're high ready at that point. And Shabbos only happens when you walk out instead of just up. Fine. But what happens if a person's dragging it out? Remember in this case, Dr. Baalach, yeah? He was dragging it out, so then you haven't, you haven't picked it. Well, how are you going to be kind of with, with Meshicha? Presumably, right? Well, Meshicha, you're not kind of when it's still in your garden. If I'm trying to be kind of Meshicha in your garden, that doesn't work. Right? Dragging it. So I'm dragging this out. This is your garden. I drag it out. That's not a Mashiach yet. You have to drag it out. Right? Yeah. Now I drag it out. Now, okay, the Gemara then got a problem, which we'll come to in a second. But we assume when you drag it out, at that point you're, you're going to be hired for Shabbos and you're going to be coming it. To which the Gemara says, how? They can't come simultaneously because my mom's off. What are we dealing with? You drag it out since the Rosh Is that what's, what's Pshat? Drag it out since the Rosh You're not coming it with Mashiach and Rosh it's into a Rishasayochid. Well, then there's no Chiyab of Shabbos. Rishasayochid to Rishasayochid, you're not Chiyab. So, how are you going to get. So, the Gemara's got its answers. It's got its answers. So, the Shittim of Kubetas asks over there, the Kabbalah Pekasha. The Gemara's got its answers. It's simple. It's got the various answers. Three answers there. It's a simple answer. Do you know what the answer should be? To do with what we've just been learning. So that's the clue. Mm-hmm. He drags it from your garden through the Rosh Hashanah, doesn't stop, all the way through. This guy knows his halach, he wants to make sure he's going to be potter from paying, he doesn't care about Shabbos though, right? So he keeps dragging it into his own garden, which is the other side of the road. Right? So what's he just done? He's gone from Rosh Hashanah through Daladamas to Rosh Hashanah into his own Rosh Hashanah. Now, he didn't stop until that point. When he got it into his Rosh Hashayochid, he's chayef for Meshicha. He's chayef for the Geneva. Then he's kind of the Geneva because he's in his own garden now. And at that point, he's now stopped. He's going to be chayef for Shabbos. See? There you go. So the Shitta answers. The Shitta Mukabed says, ask this question. Shitta answers. No. Do you know why? Because you won't be chayef for Shabbos in that case. Why? Because where was that Akira? In the first Rosh Hashayach, where was Anocha? In the other Rosh Hashayach, he didn't have Akira and Anocha in, in, in the Rosh Hashayach. In other words, not like the Meir. Like we've always understood it. Havoras Daladamis has to be, the Akira and Anocha has to be where? In the Rosh Hashayach. 
Right? So if it's not in the Rishon you're not going to have a Chiyah for Shabbos. That's why that answer doesn't work. You have to have a, you have to make a scenario where you're going to be Chai for Shabbos and Geneva will come simultaneously. That's why it won't work. Because again, if you stop in the Rishon Sarabim, you're Chai for Shabbos, there's no Kenyan Geneva there. Right? And if I keep going all the way to the other Rishon Sayochid, oh, you'll have Geneva now, but you won't have Shabbos. Because it didn't stop in the Rishon Sarabim. It's going to be Daladamis, but Daladamis. But what's the Meiri going to say to this now? How's he going to answer that question? Yeah? Question clear? Because he holds it doesn't matter if you are Kira and Hanokha in Erisha Sayochit. Yeah? Yeah? Question clear? Yeah, but you can always say, well, it gave it a different answer. Yes, it could have given it Yeah, okay, you're right. No, 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 but, no, but what is the other answer? What is the other answer? No, come on. Uh, the Gemara gives three answers. Three answers there. Which didn't work. No, 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 different answers. We had Simta and... Uh, no, no, there were three different answers there. Okay, you're right. If you want... You know, this wasn't their favourite answer. Can we do any better than that? So Menachem Zambas says a beautiful Mamashek, a very, very Geshmak of all. He says like this. Do you remember we had a Dafches? Do you remember there was a case of Rom of a Zotfe? What that was, the person had a, like a, a, a bundle, let's say, of wheat. And what he does is, it's too heavy to lift up, so how do you move it? This is your bundle of wheat. So what you do is, you pick it up like this, you, know, you leave one side on the ground, you basically tumble it over like this, and you keep moving it like this, all the way along. Yeah? So we said over there, you're potter. Right? You're potter. And... It's how builders move stuff. Sorry? It's how builders move stuff as well. Sorry, say Builders, it's how they move your stuff. Yeah? Yeah. So Tosus asked their kasha. Tosus asked their kasha. Pretty sure. Give me one second. It was supposed to be a cash there. Yeah, the Gemara, the Gemara says you only hire when Okalim and Kome when you actually lift it up from its mocking. So Tosfos asks there. He, uh, I think he asked from the case of Megara Biyotze. So why in the case of Megara Biyotze, that, that case of the, the uh, stealing the wallet, well, he didn't lift it up there, did he? Yeah, that's right. Tosavus asked over there, so in the case where a guy was, was dragging out the wallet, yeah? So we said he's hired. Uh, sorry, he's, he's going to be parted from paying for the wallet because he's hired for Shabbos simultaneously. Why are you hired for Shabbos? He didn't pick it up. Right? So Tosus answers there that he keep, basically he, keep, he keeps going. It's different there, right? Tosus gives an answer. Yeah? But the Rambam, the Rambam machine, the Raiva, brings him tremendous... He says it's a chiddush. And that is that 
until now, until Daf Sadi Zion on the base, we've always understood that what is Akira? No trick questions here. What is Akira? You lift up the article. That's Akira, right? Today, when we've got almost two thirds of the way through the Masech, we're going to be introduced to a new type of Akira. That's called Akira's Rishos. You can either lift something off, off, off the ground, or you can be Oikeh the Rishos. That means that we can consider something in Akira by simply taking it out of its original Rashus. In other words, dragging something. Bishlom, if you're talking about dragging it on the ground, like this, in other words, you're doing it like this, you're tipping it like that. So it never left a Rashus. It's Davidamas. Right? It's Davidamas. But when you're dragging it from Rosh Hashanah into the Rosh Hashanah that is considered an Akira. It's called Akira's Rosh Hashanah. You've been Oikir the Rosh It was the Rosh Hashanah Yochan has escape it. It's now Rosh Hashanah. You call it Akira's Rosh Two different types of Akira's. Right? So therefore, that's why over there, when you drag it out, you're going to be Chayim. Now, he says, that's why you can't give this answer. He was dragging it from here all the way into the other Rosh Hashanah. Do you know why? Because Akira's Rosh logically, he says, would only, we'd only say Akira's Rashus when the Rashus is going to make an Afkemina. Meaning to say, that if I drag it from Rashus Ayokis into Rashus Arabim, you're only going to be Chayav if that first location was a Rashus Ayokis. Correct? Without it, you wouldn't be Chayav because there's no Isid to drag from Rashus Arabim to Rashus Arabim. Unless you go down with Dhamma's whatever, right? But, yeah? There's no Isa of, of, of moving something in the Rashus Arabim. The issa of location is only Rosh Hashanah So then we say this Chiddush. If you drag it out, that's considered Akira's Rashus. But when you're dragging from Rosh Hashanah through the Rosh Hashanah to another Rosh Hashanah, what's the of there? It's the Havoras Taladamus. It's the taking it in the Rosh Hashanah. So for that, I don't need the first place to be a Rosh Hashanah. It equally could have been a Rosh Hashanah. Correct? It's got nothing to do with being a Rosh Hashanah. It's the fact that it's changed Daladamas. I could have started in the Rosh Hashanah. I didn't have to start in the Rosh Hashanah, did I? So then, there's no such thing as Akira's Rosh Hashanah. What's it got to do with the Rosh Hashanah? Then the Akira has to be lifting it up. That's why the Gemara couldn't give that answer there. And this will only work according to the Me'iri, by the way. The way the Me'iri has understood this, maybe not the way we, we explained it to start with, but the way most understand the Me'iri is that the Chiyot is the Ha'avara's Daladamas then this answer of the rival works beautifully. That this water Akira's Rishus will only make sense when the Chiyov is totally on the Rishus to start with. When it's got nothing to do with the Rishus to start with, it's to do with the action in the middle of Avarat then there's no such thing as Akira's Rishus. Then you'll need the normal type of Akira, which is lifting it up. And since that case in, in Ksubis is talking about Megarer, you couldn't give that answer. Because if I dragged it from Rishus Ayachit to Rishus Ayachit through the Rishus Arabim, you wouldn't be... You wouldn't have a, you wouldn't have had an akira to start because it's been dragged along the floor. Yeah, leave it at that. Have a good Friday. Let's share and we'll continue tomorrow. Yeah.